Well, we're, we're obviously fired up and excited to be here in Arlington and, and, and have the opportunity to uh, play in the Sweet 16 and, and uh, certainly looking forward to the challenge. And, and uh, been a, we've had a good week preparing for a terrific Michigan team. All right, questions for Coach Self. First one will be on the aisle on the right. Bill Wendell Barnhouse, BigTollSports.com. The offense that Michigan runs, how, how would you describe it? They've got some really nice numbers. They lead the uh, fewest turnovers in the nation and assist to turnover ratio and shooting percentage, scoring, that sort of thing. What, what, what is it that they do so well? Well, they got good players. That's what they do best. I mean, they put good players in good positions and, and uh, they're very well coached, uh, obviously. John's a terrific coach. And, and uh, uh, but their numbers are good. You know, you, you don't. You only turn the ball over nine times a game, as opposed to a team like us that could turn it over 14 or 15. There's six extra possession. There's an opportunity to score, you know, 18 more points uh, potentially, uh, uh, 12 to 18. So, you know, that's something that we have to do a good job, and we, we need to force them to make mistakes, which they don't make many. And then we have to do a great job, obviously, against uh, uh, their defense, where we don't give them easy baskets off our offensive miscues. And, and certainly we got to figure out a way to steal some extra possessions uh, uh, on the glass. But, but uh, uh, they do a lot of things well. And, and they've got terrific personnel. And, and, and when you have a point guard like that, he can make the game easier for everybody else. OK, let's go up front here on the left. Greg Logan from Newsday in New York. Uh, you've, you've had uh, an interesting year coming off the championship game last year. At times, you know, great, as good as any team in the country, and at times some of your worst losses with TCU and so on. How, how have you struggled uh, to figure out what team you've got and, and to get them to have the identity you want? Well, that's one thing I think that, that is a, is a uh, a goal of all coaches is for their team to develop an identity. And I think it took us a while to develop an identity, but we were also 19 and one trying to develop it. So, so, and we have had some, some games where we didn't play very well without question. Uh, but I'm not sure there's many teams in the country that haven't had games where they didn't play very well. It's one of those years. And, and uh, you know, to, to have a record like we have, uh, uh, I think it, it far exceeded what our expectations would be of a record, but sometimes your record is a little misleading on how well you play. And we probably haven't played as well as our record. And I think that's probably what you're getting to. And, and uh, uh, so I think when we finally kind of hung our hat on what we were and how we need to play and, and uh, bought into it and enjoyed playing that way, I think we got a lot better. And I think that's happened about the last month of the season. Let's go on the right, extreme side. Danny Klingscale, WHB in Kansas City. Uh, Coach, uh, Michigan went through a 6-6 six and six stretch at the end of the season, but then they've played maybe as good as anybody in the First tur tournament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, in, the, in the tournament. Have you, is that something when you're showing scout to your team, you can kind of use both, or we can make them play like this, or this is what they do when they're not playing as well, or, or is that anything you can do? Well, I think when you, when you uh, scout an opponent, uh, you know, it would be nice to be able to say, okay, we're going to, watch them from this game and watch them from that game and this is when they're good and this is when they're not. You really don't do that. What you do, you try to condense it as much as possible and make it easy for the guys to, to comprehend and, and, and remember. And, and so we'll show Michigan when they're playing well. I mean, without question to our guys. The reason they're six and six or five and five, whatever it was over that period of time, is look at who the losses were and majority of them were on the road. Now they've got one loss that, that, that 
you know, you would think, God, how did that happen? Like we got one loss, so you think, God, how did that happen? Well, it happens. And, and, uh, but, but the reason, the biggest reason why their record was, was uh, 500 over the last 10 games is, you know, Indiana, Michigan State, uh, 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 Wisconsin, uh, you know, back to back to back to back to back. Uh, those are hard teams, uh, uh, especially when you're playing away from home. So we don't put much stock in that at all. Coach, we'll on the extreme uh, left in the back. Jim, a show to Dallas Morning News. Uh, Coach, you guys were able to play in the Superdome last year. A lot of you guys are coming back or are, are, are back. Um, is there any advantage to been playing in these football stadiums like this before, and I, whereas I, Michigan hasn't? I don't know. Well, you know, last year we played in, in, in uh, St. Louis also. So we got a chance to play in a dome in, in, the, in the regional, and then we got a chance to play in the dome in New Orleans. So we got four dome games under our belt, and, and what that means, I think, is absolutely nothing. Uh, but, you know, you never know. I, I think both teams are going to shoot today and shoot in the same building, and I've never been in the building. I'm real excited to get out there and see it. Uh, uh, and I know our players will be fired up as well. But I, I don't really see how something that happened last year with a totally different team has, has any relevance uh, this year. Okay, on the right, here on the aisle. Wendell Barnhouse, BigTwelveSports.com. What have you guys hung your hat on over the last month? Well, I think, we, I think we've defended pretty well. And I think that we've rebounded the ball better than what we were rebounding it. And uh, you know, our offense has been inconsistent, but it's also when it's been good, it's been very good. I mean, there's been, there's been periods in the game that, that we can look as good as we've looked all year long offensively. And then there's periods of a game where we can really uh, uh, not look very good at all offensively. But no matter what, it seems like to me our defense has been pretty constant. And, and uh, uh, I, I think that this team can score. But I think if, if our mindset is we're going to outscore folks, we're going to get beat. So, so uh, uh, I think you know, we, we've, we've tried to make it where uh, no matter what the situation is, we can't allow our opponent to play well to get rhythm. And, and of course, that doesn't always happen. And of course, there will be periods in the game tomorrow where, where both teams have rhythm, both teams don't have rhythm. That's the way it always works. But, but we, we just can't allow a team to feel comfortable for 40 minutes. Let's move to the left, up front. Kevin Haskin, to be Capital Journal. Bill, when guys come into your program or even the fifth-year seniors, is there any particular defensive principles you emphasize to them just about any day? Well, I don't think you, you know, maybe I'm stubborn as a coach, but I, I think you can't ever adjust or you don't adjust what your importance are from a core philosophy standpoint from whenever they get there. And so, you know, from our standpoint, our core defensive philosophy is we're going to give one or less shots up every possession, and you can't allow them to get easy baskets, and this is how you stop easy baskets. And, and uh, that's what we talk about every day. I mean, every day for, for as long as they're there. And, and so even though the majority of our practices are set up offensively, like I think probably most schools are, even during offensive drills, there's that defensive principle of, of what we're trying to do and of course there's different ways to guard things you can scout report certain things but I think if, if they believe in that that core principle and that mindset it makes those other things much easier to do and so we don't do anything special at all except just try to emphasize that okay on the left in the middle Jimmy Chavez, Jayhawk Illustrated. Bill, Jeff gets a lot of credit for the job that he does on defense and rightfully so but do you think sometimes Travis gets not enough uh, credit for the job he does with on the ball defense? Well, 
I think that Travis is without question our best on-ball defender, and, and you can make a case that he could be our, the best perimeter defender in our league. Uh, you can make a case. Now, you can make a case for others, too. Whereas in Jeff, I don't know if you can make a case that there would be other better interior defenders in our league. I mean, the guy blocks and alters as well as anybody that's been in our league and in recent memory. So uh, I, I, I believe Jeff deserves all the credit that he gets. I think Travis probably doesn't get as much as he deserves. Uh, but on the flip side, there's other guys that, that do it you know, very well also. So uh, I think that's part of the reason why. But if, if you look at the games where we've been pretty good defensively and the other team has a good perimeter player, the reason we were pretty good is because of Travis. Again on the left in the back. Coach, uh, Elijah commented that uh, he was concerned that Ben probably has about a million voices in his ears right now getting through this uh, offensive slump. And he wanted to be careful not to add to that and to let the coaches do the do the job. Yeah. How do you guys approach that with him right now? Are you do you want to? Does he need help from you guys now, or do you want to just let him get his way through this and, and not give him too many distractions? Or what's your approach on that? Well, you know, we can't give him. We're not going to give him distractions. Uh, 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 your family, you know, with and I mean the basketball family. We're, we got to coach him. I mean, we're not going to. Leave him alone. It's not like a pitcher with a no hitter and going in the seventh. And nobody talked to him. Uh, uh, so, so we we try to, we I mean we try to work with him, but not not work with him from uh, uh, a situation where hey, uh, uh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. I mean, he he's trying hard. He's tried hard, and he's going to play great this weekend. He's going to play great tomorrow, and and I really believe that, and I think he believes that, and so. Uh, Everybody goes through phases where maybe they don't play their best. Some people can put up numbers when they don't play their best, and, but still they're playing just as poorly as a guy when he doesn't play his best that doesn't put up numbers because he doesn't have the ball in his hands when he's not playing uh, his best to go get assist or go drive it and get easy back. That's not who he's been all year long. And so it's, it's, it's magnified because it's making shots. And, and uh, uh, certainly uh, – uh, for us to have the best chance, everybody needs to play well, and he's a key part of everybody playing well. And we believe he'll play well, but I, uh, I don't really believe that there's a million voices. I think, I think there's one voice primarily, and it's his own. And, and he needs to understand that he's good. He's really good. And when he's really good, he's as good as there is. And, and that's, when I, I, that's what I think he's got to believe going into tomorrow. Just a couple more questions for Coach Sell. You're on the left. Greg, Greg Logan from Newsday. Uh, when you look at those two guards you're going to face mm -hmm. tomorrow, uh, exactly what uh, problems do each of them present? Well, they're both terrific. You know, Trey, Trey to me, uh, should be the national player of the year. And that's not coach speak because we play him. I voted for him before our, the rackets ever came out. So uh, I think he's terrific. And, and of course, uh, uh, Tim is uh, a guy that we played against before. He's a freshman, I believe, when we played him the first time. And, and uh, you know, he's got size and he can shoot over the top of you and he can put it down. He's an athlete. I mean, they're, they're a great combination. They're, you know, with, without question, I haven't seen a better backcourt in the country uh, uh, than, than what Michigan has. And, and uh, you know, we'll have to obviously guard them well individually, but also by committee. And, and then you forget about their third guard, you know, that may be the better sh best shooter they have. I mean, so they, they've got some nice pieces on the perimeter. Last question. On the right. Tom Keegan, KUSports.com. Uh, sometimes when you face a team, it's kind of easy for you to just figure out who's going to guard who. 
uh, is that harder with Michigan? And does and, and when you you're undecided or there's a decision to be made, you what's the process? Do you discuss it with the players, with your staff, and how do you reach decisions like that? I'll just I, I, you know we don't really discuss much with our players. Uh, uh, they have say so, like on you know, what they want for dessert or or that, but but not necessarily on who they're going to guard and. And but we do talk about it a lot as a staff, and but the way that you play, uh, Michigan, you know, uh, uh, is probably similar to the way you'd want to guard Carolina, you know, because they 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 play four guards, and so Michigan's basically playing four guards. You know, uh, Glenn's a, a big big guard, but I mean he's still a guy with perimeter skills, and and so it it comes down to not necessarily how one guy guards one. It's it's how any of your guys guard that individual when he has the ball because there could be a lot of switching involved. So, you know, that, that's probably something that will take place.